Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ice House Fit Podcast. I'm Coach Jeremy. And I'm Coach Mo. We have a special episode for you today. It's exciting. The last one we talked about, our new offering called Ice House Empower. Yeah. And today we have a couple of awesome guests with us. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> I am so pumped. <laughs> Tell us who we got. Uh, we have Coach Ellie and Coach Rumble. Hi. Um, yeah, they are the coaches of Empower. Mm-hmm. And they are also Ice House coaches. Uh, you've seen them around if you're at our gym. Uh, and they're going to be the dedicated coaches for Ice House Empower. And we're excited to have them. They've been around the Ice House family for quite a few years, yeah. both as athletes and coaches. And have uh coach we'll start with coach trumbull just tell us a little bit about yourself well my real last name is rumble mm-hmm. i have to you know make sure people actually know that it's not a made-up nickname it's actually my legal. she had a rumble at the gym one time we just <laughs> stuck yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, my first name is leslie i have been a member with ice house for over five years which is a really long time it's it seems it doesn't seem like that long but when i was thinking about it this morning been a long ride it yeah but it doesn't seem that long because it's been life-changing and i'm so much more of better of a human being than i was before so (laughs) i'm a mom i grew up in wapaton just a local I'm local. a local. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived in Fargo for 10 years, I think. And I really love to do the Minnesotan accent. So if that starts coming out more. <laughs> she doesn't All love right. to do it. She can't help it. It, it just happens. <laughs> yes, but I can turn it off and I can turn it back on. So. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. And we have Coach Ellie. Hi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, it's so funny that Leslie says five years is such a long time. I've been at Ice House since 2016. Yeah. So going on seven years now, oh lucky number seven. Yeah. Crazy. It's just flown by. You know, mm-hmm. it's been a journey. It's been exciting. It's been hard. Uh, I don't think any journey comes without tribulations, but it's been eye-opening. Let's see, started out as an athlete, joined what used to be this kickoff fitness journey, joined when we were a CrossFit gym. It's okay to say. That's all I got to say about (laughs) disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) And then we transitioned. Uh, It was an interesting transition, but it was also a very exciting transition once it was understood what the goals were. And seeing these goals continue to build and evolve is just incredible. And now to be part of it, I'm so freaking excited. It's going to be epic. Uh, The whole mindset, getting introduced to that with Coach Jeremy. That was... (laughs) It's a ride, but man, <laughs> the the feelings you have from it, what you experience, what you release, I think is the best word to describe that is just phenomenal. And I can't wait. Oh, I can. I can Ooh. absolutely Ooh. be excited. Yeah, I got <laughs> that correction there. You guys, we're, we're going to do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to keep this moving. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you guys for being on this. Uh, let's open it up. So we've been talking about our two wonderful coaches, coaching Empower. Yeah. Uh, What are the things that 
you're both excited to bring to this new class? Like, what are the things that are lighting you up about being coaches in this experience? <laughs> There's so many things. As I say, take who's it. There's so many things. Well, first of all, you get to make new friends. Yeah. And you get to have a partner in crime with you through your whole fitness journey. I love that part and forming that relationship with somebody else. You get kind of like a built-in partner to help push you and to be a little bit of that competitiveness with. So I have done this class already and it's pretty funny to watch after one or two sessions how the relationships form really fast with people when they're kind of starting their journey together at the beginning of something new. And I've been ganged up on already, which is great and fine. <laughs> it's okay. I, I love it. Um, <laughs> you hold your own, Leslie. Oh, yeah. You hold well, your own. yeah. <laughs> One of my very early coaching markers was like, if I got flipped off every day, I knew I was doing good things. Doing something good. I yeah. was like, good things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're feeling that. Mm. Mm. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> That's about, that's what I, I'm excited for people to start forming different relationships with other people that are trying to improve themselves. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing and finding that person that you, you can have that accountability with and hold each other to that accountability and like just have somebody in the thick of it with you. I think that's a huge deal and having like You'll, you'll start to meet your people and you'll text each other. And when one of you doesn't show up, somebody's going to come looking for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's super important because you need that motivation. Like that's what creates the motivation. The action creates that motivation. So you can, you show up for yourself and you show up for other people too. In your personal journey, did you have something like that when you got started? Oh yeah. Can you tell I us did. a little bit more about that? I did. Started with the CrossFit, of course. I started with boot camp. I yep. think at the time it right? was, a, it was, you started in like a more of a boot camp. So you started in a boot camp that we were like, we can make this regular class and boot camp at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget. Rumble would come to me every day and like, give me your score. And she's like, my name is Leslie. And I'm like, <laughs> thank you. And now it's not. <laughs> not at all. I would be like, just starting to write on the board. It's Leslie. Got it. Got it. You, you <laughs> sort of drilled that into me every day. Yeah, yeah. that's great. How did that go away so fast? I think I just gave in. I'm like, all right, I'm just rumble now. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had nick nicknames though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess it just stuck. And I had the um, support of, a, there was like three of us Yep. and we knew what our days were. And if you didn't show up, you knew that they were going to come and look for you. And you don't want the, you know, I just didn't want anybody coming looking for me. It's just easier for me to show up and do the thing and like high five it and say, see you later. Yeah. What uh, sort of impact did that have for you? Well, <laughs> I got stronger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got healthier. I lifted more weight than I ever thought that I could before mindfulness, better headspace, less stress, better way to cope with stress or more ways to co cope with it. I've never stuck with anything that long or this long before ever. And yeah. five years is a long time. I've had lulls, of course, where there's been maybe like two weeks at the most where I have had to re rest and relax and recover. 
but that's been it. There's always been something physical that I'm doing, whether it's at the gym or outside or at the lake or out in the snow, like there's always something going on to do. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing that had I not found ice house at all. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. Coach Ellie, what are you most excited to bring to the Empower class? Honestly, the mindset aspect of it. We did not really do a focus on that when I first did the boot camp. You know, we touched on stress, touched on food, touched on exercise, creating that healthy lifestyle. I also had accountability partners. We were the Argyle girls. Oh. We all wore Argyle socks. You had names. We had <laughs> names. It was precious. Uh, we showed up, though. We completed the class, and we jumped into normal CrossFit classes. But mindset was never a thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't recall any of it ever being there, aside from briefly talking about stress. Didn't really go over on how to confront ourselves. Les, you touched on things about having accountability buddies, having people there to support us. I'm excited to bring in the aspect of counting on ourselves, Mm -hmm. relying on ourselves. We have to be there for ourselves and opening up to that and just exploring into it more. Uh, We'll probably touch more on this going into the stories we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. That stuff has me so excited. I absolutely love it. My journey started with Jeremy just last year. Mm-hmm. touching yeah. on the mindset stuff and the way it has changed me not just as an athlete but just an individual in life uh, the confidence I have now the ability to think about how I think mm-hmm. is a really cool thing mm-hmm. and so yeah I'm really excited about bringing in the mindset aspect of it through that journey what would you say was the most impactful part of the components of the mindset pieces that we've worked on is it the language is it the stories oh it's totally the the stories okay 100 percent, the stories we tell ourselves the bull s-h-i-t stories we'll dive into it more i'm sure the the, swear yes (laughs) okay cool the bullshit stories (laughs) (laughs) we tell ourselves on a constant basis yeah It's just insane. And writing these stories down, reading through them, breathing through them, really reading what we're thinking. It just like, why the hell would I ever say that to myself? Would I say this to a stranger? No. Well, why the hell do I do it to me? So let's change it. And wow, just amazing what it does for your perspective and how you conduct as an athlete it impacts every aspect of your life what sorts of changes as an athlete has that helped you to make one of the first stories we discussed is the confidence i have in myself as a lifter Mm. been stuck at the same kilo weights for oh three years three years i think we both went through no no i don't think we both went through this everybody goes through everybody does Mm -hmm learning it's okay to miss a lift it's not the end of the world that does not define who i am not listening to this voice in my head saying you'll never be the best you're not going to make that lift you're going to miss it you missed it before how stupid to approach our fitness this way 
you know, instead we changed the story around. We changed what I told myself. You go in with a positive mindset and holy shit, 10 kilos added onto my total later, something must be working here. Mm-hmm. Could it be my mindset? Because the training didn't change. The training did not change, but the way I approached it certainly did a hundred percent. Yeah. And it was an insane and amazing impact. Powerful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's really cool. So I just want to touch on because everybody here has done some type of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Rumble and I went through <laughs> looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Rumble and I went through uh, TCS. It's it's funny we're sitting at angles, so like <laughs> across from each other, across the table. Rumble and I did TCS, and yeah. then across the other way, Ellie and Jeremy have done and lifted. And what I think is really cool is this is the part of uh, empower that I'm excited about is the mindset piece is to be able mm-hmm. to impact people at a, a much higher level, right? Like just like Ellie talked about the thing that we were missing is is the the way people talk to themselves mm-hmm. right and and it's a like jeremy and i've talked about this on podcast before like fitness is the gateway drug right it's the mm-hmm. gateway drug to self-improvement yeah the majority of people that we have surrounded ourselves with have uh, come to fitness hit this place right whether it's uh, in olympic lifting whether it's in weight loss whether it's in performance of some type where you're like I guess that's all I got, <laughs> you know, like hundred percent, I guess, well, that's the wall. I found it now. What? Right. And, mm-hmm. and the reality is, is it's not the wall. It's the way we're approaching that. And what I'm excited about is we have a, a mix of ways that we have so many tools in our toolbox for empower rumble. And I went the way of the little kid. Right. And so, and I've noticed this this is what I'm really excited about both of you coaching is the, the excitement level. So like I've watched rumble be able to connect with her little kid in, in coach classes lately. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, it's, <laughs> we are told as adults that we should stop playing. Like you have to grow up at some point. And I absolutely adore the movie hook for this reason is because one of the all time favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, because we are all Peter Pan in that movie at some point in our life. Yeah. Uh, and, and those of you that never got there, I love it. Like stayed as a kid and never had the, your sparkle dulled. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I believe a majority of us have have our sparkle dulled in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And so what I've loved is the energy with which you both approach class. And I don't know if you can like talk on that a little bit, talk mm-hmm. on like where that comes from, like how you get there. But I've been coaching personal training classes, we have a split gym. So we have, you know, uh, classes on one side and we're able to do personal training on the, on a completely different floor. And you know, it, it happened the other day. Uh, I believe Ellie was coaching Oli. There was a member in class and he's like, did you know you can just scream? <laughs> did you know oh, that's not that there, there's like, Wait. there's no law saying you can't just scream. You can just scream whenever you want. And I was like, well, do you want to? And he's like, yeah. So we screamed. <laughs> and then Oli screamed back at us. 
And then we screamed again. And it was like this back and forth happening. And like no one, they had no idea what was happening. Nope. But it just became this like playful fun. Like you'd just be going for a little while. And then somebody would just like, you'd hear a group of people scream. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on over yeah. there. But we were going to reverberate. It was yeah. going to keep going, man. It was fun. Absolutely. And so like, that's the other part of, of this uh, journey for people that I'm excited for is, and this is one of the foundations of Ice House, like way back, way, way back, 1.0, we were going to be the gym that people heard yes. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. people hear no, I think there's a stat, 63 times in their day people hear no or get shut down in some way. We were going to be the place that they, they heard yes. And it feels like we're really embracing that for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. as a gym and you two have brought that energy and I would love for you to speak about play in class or play in general if you <laughs> yeah I have so many things to say about it okay yeah. so I genuinely love my job yeah I fucking love my job and if I can get one person excited just even like a like a little bit of excitement like that I I'm done for like I'm good for the day I did it I'm good I can go home (laughs) y'all had a great day um but also like this is really stupid but really funny at the same time I see how happy the dogs are that come into our gym and if I can have like one percent of their happiness and excitement to see somebody Uh I want somebody to feel that I love that. That's not I, stupid at all. No, I, it, but that it, it's not stupid, but that's like how Chester, like Jeremy's, Jeremy has a basset hound named Chester mm-hmm. and he's a stinker and a half and I love him and he is excited to see every single person and he makes people feel welcomed and like, that's what I, that's, that is me in a nutshell doing that, wanting people to just come in and like you need a hug we'll give you a hug if you want a high like whatever like i want you to come in and be yourself and increase your feeling of yourself just one percent for that day get your win and go like and, and go live your life and like that that's huge like that's what i don't know that's what drives me like that's i want cool. people to come in and have fun and forget about life and process through some of that while you're doing a hard workout. Not forget about what's going on, but process through some stuff and know that it's gonna be okay. Like we're here to support you and have fun. Yeah, that's such an important piece that gets missed in, in many fitness methodologies. It's easy to roll in and be sarcastic and mm-hmm. uh, grumpy about things. And mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better term, like shit all over everything that you have. Yeah. And yep. sit there and be in in your your own head and living in this, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Oh, woe is me. I have all of the, uh, the resources at my fingertips to come in and improve my health. Yeah. And having somebody to help break that pattern for people is beyond valuable in my opinion even if you're purposely being sarcastic which i do a lot of that (laughs) there's a difference between like doing it for a humor's sake and then we have the you know we've all known the people that that is just their default yeah of the the cynicism that just is so deeply ingrained in them as a person yeah that even having a little bit of light to shine into those Mm -hmm. people 
like I've seen how that makes an impact for them. Mm -hmm. They walk out differently than they came in. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You said that perfectly. Like everything (laughs) you just said, like repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, For me, it's also having people change the mindset of, oh, I have to go to the gym now. We're going to play with those words, you guys. Uh They get to come in and Mm -hmm. see what their bodies can do. Sometimes it's fun putting, mm -mm, nope, not sometimes. There we go. It's fun putting a little bit of a competitive edge in Mm -hmm. when you know it's the right people to do it with. But also defining that you don't compare yourself to others. Comparison is the thief of all joy. I 100% believe that. I love that quote. It's now something I completely live by. Uh, But seeing these people improving themselves, just even the smallest little PRs are the biggest things. And getting to do what our bodies can do. That's, That's my push for everything behind this. I love seeing people happy and seeing the relationships <laughs> also built. Uh, you see some of these really shy people come in, like I'll take our Olympic weightlifting team. We have a newer member who is insane, can jump on a whatever highest box with 245 pound plates on it. He's a bunny. And we have another younger athlete and I can f- I see him watching him and comparing himself to them. And a great way to build a relationship with them was to put them together for a stretching exercise that's (laughs) super awkward and eye contact 100% of the time. And I think I created a monster (laughs) because now they gang up on me. And you know what, that is fine. It is out of love, out of humor, and it has built our team up even more. And that's what I love about coaching. Is it Russian baby makers? No, yeah. I don't even this remember. Front rack stretch. Yes, this they have to rack. lift their elbows up and stare at each other longingly. I mean, that wasn't in the instructions. You added that. I did add I that. I love that. That's a great ad. That's a quality ad right there. Yeah. Especially two middle, uh, two younger, two, uh, younger white guys in the Midwest having to. I believe, if I remember correctly, there was there was something with the song going on. It was like oh, a, it was like a romantic song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it couldn't have been any better. <laughs> yes, stars lined up for that. So one. many like romantic songs just flashed into my head, and like I'm picturing this, and like that's amazing. Um, I have another question because this is something that I have struggled with, and you two seem to. It appears on the outside to come more naturally, so. For me, it took a while to to celebrate those things that you just talked about, like celebrating your PR, celebrating those things. I have majority of them, like there was a, it's weird, celebrated a lot as a kid. Somewhere in adulthood, I learned that that's not okay. It's slowly coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And you two seem to do an amazing job of one, noticing those things, pointing them out, and then making them a thing. Whereas I'm like, yep, cool, high five, see you later. Did the thing, check mm-hmm. the box, see you, you know, keep going. Sure. And so like, <laughs> as as the owner of the gym, I'm sure you've noticed, I struggle with celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. And so does that come naturally for you guys? Is that something that came through the work? Is that something that, tell me a little bit about that for both of you. Mine's a little bit of both. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I love people. I I always have, I like, I want to know you. I want to know your story from the person that's in the office across the hall to the homeless person over here. Like, I want to know what makes you tick, what 
like and celebrate that with you so if somebody is able to like go up 15 pounds on a whatever anything like that is huge are you able to bring that same celebration to yourself yes yeah on on cert on so i don't like the pr stuff doesn't and really anything you know, it doesn't have to be yeah, PR, right? but oh yeah like yeah. if i get my house cleaned the way i really oh, want it that's a celebration that's <laughs> a huge celebration come on here pr's psh, clean house yes that's <laughs> dancing in the kitchen during supper because every or dinner whatever whatever you call it because everything else got done or i clean like yeah i i celebrate that like I bought myself a new car. I yeah. celebrate it every time I get into it because I'm like, fuck yeah, I did this. Yeah, that's really cool. And so that's not something that comes naturally for me. Obviously, yeah. I think we all know this. <laughs> and so I love that you're able to, for me, it's really easy to celebrate other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can celebrate their PRs for days. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, oh, it's a box you checked. And so I think mm. that's that's really cool that you're able to like bridge both. Yeah. Are you? Do you find... I'm learning to celebrate myself more. Yeah. Uh, me selling other people, sell, selling? Ooh, ooh. It's me, not that kind of empowering. <laughs> no podcast. <laughs> me celebrating other people comes very natural to me after being a mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always found it super funny too when we would do all the little team building things at work, uh, personality tests. I always end up being the cheerleader. <laughs> the support group. I want to see people succeed. I want to see them win. I am here to help whatever way I can. Honestly, having a son though, I always want him to feel supported in everything he did. So celebrating all of his wins is so magical. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it it lit me up inside. Like seeing him succeed ignites me more than seeing myself succeed. Mm-hmm. Cause in him, there is success for me. It's kind of a weird way of looking at it. Uh, I am learning to celebrate my wins more though. Cause why the fuck not? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm over here accomplishing things. Heck yes. Way to yeah. go. Ellie, uh, was raised to be humble. That Midwestern. Same, same, same. Hardcore. Oh, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so good. I, my poor parents. <laughs> We're not all divas. Oh. <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> Which is amazing. I, I love that you can do that. Uh, it's It's been a learning process. It is much easier for me now because it's battling that inner voice of why wouldn't you do this? You do this mm-hmm. for other people, support yourself. It's love yourself and then love other people. So yeah. if it's true, yeah. if, it, if it's a story that's true towards others, can it also be true towards yourself? 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 100%. a really hard one for me to unlearn that Midwestern humble. It is. Mm. Like I've been, it's been beaten into me to be humble. And if mm-hmm. you look up the definition of humble, I looked it up one time, it's to be like less than. Like yeah, the definition a of it is definition. to be like low self-esteem. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Aww. And so it was either humble or arrogant. There was no in between. Yes. Mm. And so yes. for me, it's been a, it's been a deep unlearning of like it's okay to celebrate yourself it's okay to own that it's okay to be confident yeah Mm -hmm. and and confident for me is like well they're cocky assholes right so it's like really balancing that (laughs) and seeing how you see me for (laughs) some no it's it's and it's funny because it's not other people yeah. Other people, I'm like, oh, they're yeah. so confident. They're so sure. like in love with themselves in life. Yeah. And myself, I'm like, well, you're an arrogant jerk. 
right? Like it's so bizarre how your brain like flips that for you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mind, mind if we play with the language a little I bit? I love yes. this. Yeah. So yeah. like looking at this from a, from looking at external people, yeah. it's easy to th- make the thought of she has a lot of confidence. Yeah. Does that mean that she just was born with it? Baby, she was born this way. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It, like, like that's, there's the, there can be the belief of that when, yes. we, when we say yeah. things like that, even in our own head. Yeah. Instead saying that she gained a lot of confidence. She's learned a lot of confidence. Or she earned, yeah. learned all yeah. of those types yep. of things. We can make those small changes to our language and see, see what that shifts for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if I tell myself that she learned a lot of confidence or she gained a lot of confidence, again, I can reflect that back at myself and say, I can learn to be confident. Which is so funny because I, I get reflected a lot of like, what do you mean you're not confident? And I'm like, if you could hear this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like this is what I'm excited. Like exactly what you just did is what I'm excited for Empower. Because mm-hmm. this, these are the tools that all of us that sit at this table have. And I love that you're getting a peek behind the curtain of that it is an everyday practice for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not something that was like, oh, got it. We're here now. We've arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talked on the last episode of how through all of my journey with all of this is that that was the component that I was actually looking for all along. It wasn't even anything physical. Like I came to Ice House looking for the physical thing. Mm-hmm. And reality was, is that I was looking for the mental component. Yeah. And I didn't even know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't know it exists. We're so used to just the negations on everything. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, once you know it, it doesn't, <laughs> like you, you can't unsee it. You can't unhear it and you hear it and see it. Everywhere. And you get smacked in the face by it when you oh. uh, fall out of practice. Yep. And then you go, ah, oh, crap. Damn it. <laughs> Time for a story. Yeah. <laughs> and what's been so, like, what I love about uh, the way our staff is showing up is you're showing up in that way for each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's like, hey, I heard you say, like, just Jeremy just did it to me, right? <laughs> oh, he's done it to me before, too. Jeremy? <laughs> what? No. Hey, but, like, and then... <laughs> You're also it's also come it back other. at me as well. Yeah. So like, there, yeah. there is something to be said about like holding each other to a higher standard yeah, with I that is, it. It is what makes us different than other coaching staffs mm-hmm. because we are talking about how do we talk to each other? We are talking about how do we think? How do we talk to ourselves? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're also keeping each other in integrity, right? Mm-hmm. Like there have been times where we've had conversations of Hey, we're telling everybody else to prioritize their sleep, diet, and stress. Mm-hmm. Are we prioritizing our sleep, diet, and mm-hmm. stress? Yeah. Right. And, and just like anything in life, it comes in waves, right? And yeah. it's so cool to not only be able to be that reflection for our clients and our people that come to see us, and also to be that reflection for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes um, Empower so special, as well as everything that we do at the gym is... is We've created a culture of holding each other in a, in a loving, compassionate, and also hard line. Yep. Well said. It's been fun. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I was going to say, once you embrace the suck, then it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that two weeks of soreness is real, everybody. You're going to have It's going to happen. Um, something else I want to talk about, because we've dove, we've dove a lot into the mindset piece of this. Mm-hmm. We have three other pillars. Right. So, uh, fitness, uh, nutrition and recovery and a lot of people. So I do a lot of our sales, 
I ask people, are you looking more for fitness, nutrition, recovery, or mindset? 90% of the time it's fitness, mm-hmm. right? Because gateway drug. That's what we're told that we need. When we're looking at the physical changes that we think we need, we always think that that's what I got to do. Absolutely. And what I want you guys to share on is we've drastically adapted the way we do fitness. Like we are no longer hard, fast barbells in your face, right? Mm -hmm. Um, From where we came from. And I would love, because everybody's been on this journey or or been doing the programming and, and been in and out of it. Speak a little bit about the readiness boards and the changes to the fitness side that you've noticed for people without them leaving, laying on their back, screaming and crying from every workout. (laughs) (laughs) When I explain to my clients, when we talk about the stress diet, uh, sleep, getting your readiness score and when they're going to choose their weights for a workout, of course, dependent upon what the intention of the workout is for the day. I always, I, I, ask them to choose a weight that is going to make them feel good and able to go on to go home, get ready for going to work. I'm a morning coach only, by the way, (laughs) pretty much, pretty (laughs) much. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) To choose a weight that will make them feel good because this is not about leaving or or laying on the floor for 10 minutes after you even get home from the gym because I've done that before where I'm like what the fuck did I just do to myself we're not we're not doing that so I want them to choose something that's going to make them feel good walking out the door they'll still get sore on some days we and I want that I want just want them to know that that's not how you should feel every time you leave here (laughs) I want you gaining energy instead of depleting all of it away is that what you asked? That's a hundred percent. Okay. What I asked. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you said it beautifully there. Like we want this, we want you to leave feeling like you have energy. Yeah. And there, there's energy to do things throughout the day. Yeah. And mental, mentally, you seem to get, you get more focused. I believe when you've been lifting weights and doing something, focusing on yourself and talking teachers and engineers, they need a lot of energy to be doing the jobs that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You steal all the words. Like we'll, we'll start with you next time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say go first. <laughs> well, you take initiative, and that's fine. Uh, for me, I sit in an office all day before I come in and coach. Mm-hmm. My level of energy and excitement at my job. My job is not horrible. My job is great. Uh, what I do is amazing outside of coaching. But seriously, sitting at that desk <laughs> mm-hmm. all day, and then I come in and I get to move around. I get to cheer on our athletes. I get to see what they're going through. I get to ask them questions. What can we help you with? And utilizing the readiness boards, uh, seeing where they're sitting at for the day, and working with them. So, like Rumble said, they don't leave and they're just done. Mm-hmm. It's done. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, we don't want that negative attachment there. Mm. They came in and achieved, not I came in and got my ass handed to me. So yeah, I I love just bringing in that energy with them and the readiness boards. I absolutely love. Um, Am I great with them all the time, especially on the only side? No, (laughs) it's a learning process of incorporation. (laughs) Yeah. But seeing their scores and being able to help them decide how to move forward with the workout so they can feel accomplished, mm-hmm. that is an incredible feeling. And then they feel incredible. Yep. 
You had great words too. Yeah. Thank Aww. you. Yeah. You had really great words. I do. Yeah. When you're looking at those readiness, readiness boards, <laughs> what kinds of conversations do you get to have with, with athletes when you're looking at those scores? Oh, you're sneaky. See, that's what's even greater about it. When, when their <laughs> sleep or their diet or their stress is low, it's like, Hey, what's going on? You want to talk about this? What what can we do to help you out? Do you need any tips on how to get better sleep, better mm -hmm. diet, uh, so on and so forth? So it opens up further conversations to help our athletes out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How beneficial has that been for those folks that may be less inclined to share those details on a daily basis? <laughs> it puts them mm -hmm. in a spot. There's a hot spot mm -hmm. rumble that you wanted. It gets them to open up. I appreciate that it gets the conversation going for them. Some people you may want to do it off to the side with, you know, you don't want to put them in that spot. It gets awkward, so on and so forth. But I appreciate the conversation starters that the boards generate. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It, it also gives us a really great trend, right? So for me, like I like to look at it as the week because we do run smaller classes, right? So we have, you know, yep. no more than like eight to 10 people per class, every class. Yep. And so we can start to see like generally uh, morning people are morning people and afternoon people are afternoon people. That's just hundred <laughs> percent been how it's been since the beginning. You get that occasional afternoon person that comes in the morning. They look like they've been hit by a bus and they're like, how did I get here? Not quite sure what's going on. Same yeah. thing when you get a morning person in the evening, they're like, Oh, it's bedtime. Um, yep. So we, we see generally the same people. And what I love is like, if somebody comes in and their scores are kind of, they're not, typical for that person. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to see if this is a one-off yep. by Friday. If those scores are looking the same, it's like, okay, if I'm not directly the coach and I like five 30 has to get up, get out and get out the door. I also coach mornings. And so it can be like, Hey rumble, I'm noticing, mm -hmm. uh, your athlete, whoever, Sally, their scores are really, really off this week. Yep. Like, can you reach out and just see what's going on? And it gives us that higher level of communication as a staff as well to like really be able to care for our people in that way yeah. to say like, Hey, I've noticed their stress is like off the charts for the last, the last couple of days they keep jetting. Can you reach out? <laughs> you know, yeah. like they've got to get to work or whatever that is. Um, can you reach out? And that's been super, like, I've heard a lot of feedback from that. It's like, how do they know? I don't ever see her. How does she know? It's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. oh, eyes are everywhere. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been really cool too, to notice trends in our athletes and then mm -hmm. notice the opposite. Like we've had people in the morning classes whose stress has been terrible for a while. And then pretty soon it was like really good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a changed human. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've seen it yeah. both ways, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, looking at the, the contrast to you know, how things were before, it's like almost like uh, what we see in our, our jobs or like you're having a bad day. Yeah, the coach was there to help a little bit, but yeah. they're also there to service the whole group. And yeah. mm -hmm. there wasn't that time baked in or that availability of the coach to be able to address it and having that fluidity built into our schedule inside of the class to be able to have that conversation where getting to their personal program may not be the most important thing for them right now. Yeah. Having that com that five minute conversation with whomever is on the coaching floor about what they can do to improve their sleep, their diet or their stress. That's the thing that moves the needle yeah. much more than sets and reps. Yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
This is something that I think will be fun to to give the perspective. So both of you have been around since uh, Rumble's been since the beginning of 2.0, and and you were in the 1.0. How do you feel with this type of programming, this type of approach? So what I've noticed, and I've asked one of our athletes who was uh, hardcore into the CrossFit and still with us, and her mobility is drastically better. Watching this person squat is like a thing of beauty where it Mm -hmm. used to be a thing of like, ooh, maybe we, mm, Mm -hmm. stop, let's go to a bench. (laughs) (laughs) And so sharing your own personal experiences with, and I know Ellie, you're more into the Olympic lifting side of it. And we've drastically shift how we've programmed for Olympic lifting in Mm -hmm. in, during this time as well. Um, So just sharing your own personal like journeys through the process. You can, Great, now you that I gotta go, go first, I'm like, oh, this, I wish yeah. Rumble would go first on this one. <laughs> so, personal journey, you know, I can count on, unfortunately, both hands, how many times I got hurt during the CrossFit era. Yeah. It sucked. Uh, it was defeating, you know, coming to class, you guys are doing this. Yeah, there there might be some uh, what do you, what modification. Do you, thank you, modifications for movements, but th- those don't work for everyone. And it didn't become a loving. I I can't wait to go to class. I had the relationship with other classmates, but it wasn't that great. And obviously, I fell off the wagon for a while, and then actually just transitioned completely out of classes because I did not like it anymore. Yeah. And I dove straight into Oli and Oli became my love. Seeing now what we do for our athletes is amazing. It is conditioned to their needs, to what they should be focusing on, what's going to help them improve. A little jealous of it, honestly. I didn't experience that a little bit with Jeremy. You know, we worked one-offs through other self-inflicted injuries mm-hmm. <laughs> that I caused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a vast improvement of my health, my now my mindset that we've incorporated onto. And I absolutely love what this gym has transitioned into and what we're providing for our athletes. Talk me through a little bit, because we don't talk about Blizzard very much on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Talk me through a little bit about how we prepare athletes for an Olympic lifting session. Oh my goodness. Because so, I think that's <laughs> really important. It is, it really is. You know, we're going in, we're throwing weights around. So getting our team set up with our warmups, I absolutely love our warmups. Uh, the RPR drills that we've incorporated in for our athletes, getting that neurological system activated, uh, getting these muscles woken up. This is, these are the things that need to work. It has been an insane benefit. You know, we walk through these drills, we get them deep breathing, getting them to relax from the day. Uh, We're releasing the stress. We're here to focus on what our body is going to achieve with that barbell today. Mm -hmm. And then filling out the readiness boards. You know, we have athletes on that side that don't attend class on a regular basis. They're solely just Olympic, not just They are solely Olympic lifters (laughs) and it's really awesome to see it ignite in their head when they've had, like you say, we follow and we can traject what's going on throughout the week. They've had a shitty lifting week Mm -hmm. and we're like, well, how's your stress been doing? They're like, oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's eye opening for them. So it's, it's, I love that we've incorporated that onto the side of the Olympic weightlifting. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That and, you know, big part of our team is that we 
negation acknowledged with all this is that we are not out there to be the most competitive, bombastic team out there. We're not there to get everybody to the Olympics or to the highest level of competition. We have people ranging in ages from <laughs> 16 years old all the way up to their near 60s. And so with that as an approach, like we're looking at this as a way for people to stay active rather than purely competition being the end all result of what we do. So being able to help people with their ranges of motion while they still get their lifting in, being able to have these conversations around their lifestyle mm -hmm. in something that traditionally in this world gets glossed over quite a bit. It's the just work harder mentality. And it's just working harder doesn't necessarily get you to where you want to go. 100%. Better is better. More is not better. And that's the approach that we take. Yeah. Two things I've noticed as a, I'm a bystander on the Olympic lifting side for the most part. And the two things I've noticed that I've shifted the most is it's become an expression of their fitness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not like become that. their full fitness. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's becoming a way to express the, the tools and the skills and the things that they've learned. Mm-hmm. And also a class, although full of laughter and full of uh, poking and all the things <laughs> that happen in there. It spills uh, joy, seriously. Yeah, has really yeah. become like a moving meditation. Yeah. It's from the warm up of, like you said, connecting with the breath, connecting with the body, connecting, letting go of the stress to bring people back into focus. Like, I know, like, I've coached an Olympic weightlifter way back and it was like, get warmed up, get the barbell, let's go. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the majority of the sport, uh, that I've, that I've experienced. And when you come into an Olympic lifting class at ice house, it's like breathe, mm -hmm. yes. lay down, breathe, connect, and then we'll touch a barbell. And when you touch that barbell, it's about like, expressing joy. It's about walking up to that barbell like it's your best friend. Mm -hmm. And this is a conversation that Jeremy and I've had while he was lifting. It's like that barbell is your best friend. Mm -hmm. It's not something you're trying to fight, crush, destroy, mm -hmm. Hercules. Mm -hmm. When it becomes your best friend, it's, you know, you start the conversation of how you talk to yourself while you're doing the sport becomes so much easier to bridge the gap, right? When the sport is show up, do some leg swings, grab your barbell, hit your percentage, see you later. That conversation of what do you want me to think about mm -hmm. is, a, is a bigger bridge. It's a bigger gap to bridge. And so that's what I, I love about what you two have created with this program is it's becoming like the barbell is, is your friend and this is a cool place and we're going to have this moving meditation where we express our fitness. And it's, love, it's really cool. I love that you brought that because that's always been my like the thing that has kept me or like that drew me to Olympic lifting overall and the approach that I took as a lifter was treating it as moving meditation. You know, yeah. is it perfect every day? Were there, were there many days where the, the inner critic and that voice was screaming and having a temper tantrum yeah. and, you know, obviously those were terrible sessions because I was not in the moment. I was disconnected from my body. I was disconnected from the moment of being there and training. And those are also the days that have the biggest lessons when you realize that and bringing in the aspect of keeping it as a moving meditation for people 
allowing them to have that deep connection to their physical self is 100% where we bring it. Yeah. And that's been really, really cool to watch you two cultivate that. It's been really awesome. From the class standpoint, and I rumble, you do this the best out of all of us, I believe. That's how we finish class. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best part of it. <laughs> yeah. I've got, my, my classes know that when they have me, that they're working to get toward that last four to five minutes at the end <laughs> when they get to lay down and put their feet up and um, walk through. It's just, it's, it's from yoga. It's breathing and softening your belly and do a quick body scan from head to toe and or toe like I don't know I go I go off, honestly I go off whatever is coming up when I look at people how they're moving like ooh, you know like uh they looked a little sore when they like stood up or did something I'm like okay we're gonna start with softening the belly soften the back take that big breath in feel your lungs expand like from the top of the head yes you have muscles in the top of your head your jaw neck like just to go through that and scan it because it brings everybody down like from all that hard work that they did Again, building their energy, restorative, and sending them back on their way. I've heard so many people be like, now what does Rumble tell me to do at the end of class? There's something, she always says something. <laughs> I think that's super cool that they've really made that connection. And we do a little bit of that in the start of class with the two minutes of movement, connecting mm-hmm. to your breath, like getting ready for the day. Yep. Um, I would say the, the effort that a weightlifter is going to put in is a little bit different than the effort that we're going to put in in class. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yep. when you're about to throw your body weight over your head, you want to make sure your body's like, Hey, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing some bicep curls. A little less. Yeah. When you're going to sit on a rower for 10 minutes, it's a little less. <laughs> yeah. There's that, that connection is a little bit different. So yeah. Anything else you two would like to add about the excitement for empower or what you're excited to coach or anything like that? I just want people to come and have fun. Yeah, girl. Hang out, get some fitness on, talk about what to eat, breathe. All the breathing. All the breathing. Mm -hmm. That has changed my life incredibly. I was doing a a review of all of it. You did it. Yes. You can't talk about breathing without breathing, everybody. So I just took a deep breath. She's like, like, oh, that does feel good. I was doing a little audit for myself of the words I say the most on a daily basis. Breathe. That's n- number one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I telling I'm, other people or telling yourself. <laughs> yeah. I am very excited to see the light click on, the sparkle mm-hmm. in the eye to come in when we get into the whole mindset of everything and just to have that epiphany. Jeremy, help me out here. What is it? The re- reticular the, activating system. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. To see those responses, uh, it's going to be an eye opener for people and I can't wait for them to start their journeys on it. Yeah. Seeing cognitive shifts on people's faces oh, is always it's amazing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Cuz like even though I've taught this a million times still makes it worth it. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being on this special Woo-hoo. episode of the Ice House Fit Podcast. Any closing notes from you, Coach Mo? Uh, this was really fun. I enjoyed this. And thank you for coming and thank you for just sharing your gifts and coaching with people. Like I am so pumped for people to get to know you both and, and to dive into this class and, and watch your magic happen. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Thanks for letting us. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <Yeah>. High five. <laughs> awesome. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Ice House Fit Podcast. 
if this resonates with you and you're not currently working with us, please reach out on the social medias, our website, icehousefit.com. Or if you know of people in your life that this would benefit greatly, this new, new program called Ice House Empower, please share it with them. We would love to have that conversation. We love having conversations with people, even when we may not be the right fit for them. So share this, like always, rate, subscribe, give us a review if you are so inclined. It helps us to get in front of as many people as possible. Until next time, I'm Coach Jeremy. Coach Mo. Coach Ellie. Coach Rumble. And thank you for listening. Have an awesome rest of your day.